Hello. Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm Courtney. We're two girls in Ohio. Yes, we are. Snowy, blowy Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm torn because like I was talking to Kate this week and she's like, I mean, if it's, we're going to be in winter, it might as well like be snowy and pretty and I'm like, yeah. I see it. I hear you, but then, like, a day later, I'm done with it. Yeah, I'm like, good. Sunday, I was good. Yes, agree, mm-hmm. agree. And then as soon as I have to start doing stuff, yep. I'm like, well, I would like it not to be uh-huh. like this. And as soon as it's, like, everything's been plowed, and Ugh. it's, you know, like, Just brown a mess. snow. Yeah, brown snow. I don't want that. Yeah, Ohio's good for the brown snow. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat it. Uh, yes. And you know you're not getting any, like, school called off because you guys are all virtual now. We actually had a snow day today. The wow. first, because they brought back students yesterday. They brought best, brought back special needs yesterday. Ah. So I was like, jokes on you, bitches. <laughs> Snow day. <laughs> Snow day. Because they can't do one without the other. Like, if they're going to yeah. shut down, they have to shut down. Yeah. So it kind of backfired. We also didn't get a snow day all last year. Huh. Really? I know. I all the other places did. Oh, all really? the other districts did. Our district didn't. And so it's outrageous, but also, like, kind of funny. Yeah. Like, well, I feel like Columbus does call off easier because they don't have, like, as many plows and stuff. It's like, if you're plowing Grandview, it's like, okay, the 10 zoop, streets zoop, are zoop, done. Zoop, zoop. Or have those kids, like, walk to school anyway. Or their parents take them. Yeah. Yeah, it's just different. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, um, it actually was a snow day today. Yeah, Marley didn't have her dance class. That was canceled. <laughs> we need a break every once in a while. They're moving to their new studio, so we have like a little open house on Friday to go look at the new studio, and I feel like Marley's going to be weird about it, but... Like, where know. are we? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, like, get like randomly shy like she does sometimes, and I'm like, you're not shy, stop it. Yeah, that's weird when she does that. I know. And then like two <laughs> seconds later, she's like, ah, just kidding. I can't even pretend anymore. Then she's back at you. Where's your big daddy? <laughs> All right, current events. What's up? Current events. I wrote things down because I'm like, I can't all handle. All over the place. Yeah, I'm all over the place. Well, um, and we haven't seen each other because we recorded two last time, so I literally don't like. Who are you? I haven't met well, you. Well, I I was with you last week. Was that last weekend? Two okay. weekends uh-huh. ago. I think it was two. Two weekends ago. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a week since I've seen you. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, we're codependent so over here. We are. <laughs> how I like to function <laughs> at all times. Uh, okay, so what I was going to talk about was we have a book club that we're doing for school. Ooh. Uh, it's this book. Uh, it's called The Unconscious Bias in Schools. Mm. It's very interesting. So this is with teachers that you're doing this club Yeah, with. social okay. workers, um, right. intervention specialists, like all the wider array that gets titled under teachers. Um, so it's very interesting. So we've, our, we've had our first meeting. Um, and it's very, a vulnerable place to be in because they want you to like talk about very sensitive things. Like it's always been sensitive, but now it's even more sensitive than it's ever been. Yeah. And it's predominantly a group of white people talking about it. What's the, you know, race. Which we have, we have not white administrators, teachers, you know, all mm-hmm. over the place. So it's whoever like signed up to be in the book club. Right. Um, so there is like a handful of people that aren't white. Mm-hmm. So, but it's predominantly white people. Yeah. But I think that's also good because that's a reality of who teaches in the inner city. Yeah. The inner city isn't predominantly, it's predominantly mm-hmm. white teachers that are in the inner city. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been very interesting. I will keep you updated as it goes. It's definitely one of those things that people are nervous. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I hope that these conversations stay in here. I hope. And I'm just like, no one, if someone judges you from, it's like judging someone at the gym. Like, right. if you're going to go and judge someone, that says more about you than it does the other yes. person. Like, if someone's there actively to educate themselves or make a difference, then, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Exactly. Those are safe spaces. Exactly. In my mind, they should be. Yes. Um, so is that book, um, like, would it be beneficial for someone like me, like my age group, or is it, like, gear more towards... Anyone. Yeah? Yeah, it's wild. Taylor would love that. Yeah, I'll let you borrow it when I'm done. It's, okay. It's wild. Um, just, like... So it's all about unconsciousness. So it's all about what we do and we don't even know it. Mm -hmm. So it's not just focused at white people. It's like everyone has unconscious bias. Right. So that's what's interesting about it is that it's some of its real stories of people of what they have had happen to them or whatever. And it's pretty interesting. Uh, And you have to sit back and be like, huh, 
makes sense why things are the way they are or some things happen the way they are. Yeah. People aren't trying. It's not like good people, bad people. Right. It's liter- It's truly an unconscious right. bias that people have. Well, and I mean, that all goes back to like systemic racism in general of like yeah. how things have just always been that way yeah. and no one thinks to question of like, why would it be that way? Yeah. And then all of a sudden when you sit down and start to think about all these things, it's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like I... Yeah, yeah, and you know me. I want facts, data. I want yeah. that. And this book gives you some of it. It gives me that. And so um, when I was describing it to one of the other teachers, they were asking how it was. And I was like, I like it because it's it, there's some data in there. And that helps me factualize things. It's just how my brain works. Like if right. it's just going to be people's stories or testimonials, like people can say whatever they want or twist whatever they want. Like yeah. it's a one-sided story if yeah, one person's telling narrative. it. Exactly. And those are fun books to read, but, like, I need facts. So this, um, there's a specific example in it about um, they observed, they went into schools and observed, and there was, they, they watched unconsciously a teacher discipline black students more than they disciplined white students in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Doing the same exact behavior, but just yep. unconsciously disciplined the black students more. Yeah. And it's not even, like... They all should be disciplined. It's right. not even like the the black kid shouldn't have been. It's just that the white kid should have been as well. Yeah. So it's just interesting things like that. It's not like every example isn't like wild and outrageous. Yeah. It's very simple things like that. I would catch myself doing that. Um, we don't have diversity where I, but um, <laughs> boys and girls. Oh. I would boys all day long. I was yeah. like, please stop doing that. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I like had a class that was like predominantly boys one year and I literally felt like all I was doing was like correcting them Mm -hmm. and then you know I had to kind of sit back and be like well why you know like are they really doing anything Mm -hmm. that bad or is it just they won't do what like a girl three-year-old would do type thing and it's interesting to kind of even like look at that whereas I mean that's not a racial bias but just bias doesn't matter yeah it's bias So, yeah, I mean, it is interesting when you kind of, like, dive into stuff like that to be like, well, why did you act yeah. that way or think that way or feel that way? Yeah, and as soon as you become aware of it, mm-hmm. you think of it, and you can usually stop yourself from doing it. Yeah. But if you're never aware of it, then you never even know you were doing it Yeah. type of thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's That's interesting. Cool. And it's yeah. by who? Uh, Tracy Benson and Sarah Fairman. Okay, cool. Yeah, give me that when you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to go to the doctors this morning because I have been like dizzy in the morning, this morning. And then last week I was like really dizzy, Mm -hmm. but I, I've never had vertigo. You have, Mm -hmm. but I think it's what it is (gasps) because I've gotten like lightheaded before. Yeah. That happened when I was pregnant with Danny and I had to go do some stuff, but that's not what this is. This is like, I feel like I'm on a boat. Yeah. And it's moving, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what's happening? You feel like you're drunk. Yes. And you can't get, you can't shake it. Yeah, I literally was like on the toilet and like fell off the toilet. Oh my God. Because at first I was like, Kelly, you're fine. You know, like that whole like, stop it, Kelly, you're making things up in your head. And um, Marley was like yelling something. So I went to her room, and at first I thought I just like got up too quick. Yeah. Has that, have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. And you're, like, still half asleep almost. Mm-hmm. So I got to her room. I talked to her. I noticed it. And I was like, I'm fine. And I walked down the hall. I literally, like, fell against the wall. I was like, okay, take a deep breath. I went into, like, our bathroom. I sat down. And then I literally just fell forward. <laughs> <laughs> and I was oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. Welcome. It was like being in a fun All house. Right. But it wasn't fun. Welcome. Welcome to the club. Yeah. It's fucked up. So <laughs> it happened last week. And I read about it and I was like, I think I'm stressed because it's like sometimes you're stressed and with moving and I don't know. It's like, you know, yeah, first world problems mm-hmm. over here. Yeah. Like two houses. Right? It's so it's hard like with two houses. <laughs> um, and then, so I was like, take it easy, blah, blah, blah. And then this morning when it happened, I, I don't know. I'm a person who I don't tend to like talk about my stress yeah. or like even like mentally think to myself, I'm stressed. Yeah. It's more my body will just show me Mm -hmm. if you are stressed out. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll either get sick or something... Well, this is the first time this has ever happened, but before I've gotten sick or all really bad dreams, Mm -hmm. which I think is weird. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my brain being like, you should process Mm -hmm. these emotions more instead Mm -hmm. of just, like, not thinking about them. 
Um, but so I did a doctor's appointment today just because I was like, I don't know, what if like I'm dying? I should know about it. So I go in and they they like looked at stuff and he's like, I, you seem fine. Like he's like, or if it is anything, it's nothing that's gonna like tomorrow be really serious. So he just said to like keep a diary of like mm-hmm. when it's happening. But something they also said my blood pressure's low, hmm. which I was like, I've never. Everyone always talks about high blood pressure. Yeah. That's bad. But he was saying I should eat salty foods. And I was like, I love salty foods. So I'm all for that. Interesting. Here I go. Because apparently salt helps you retain mm-hmm. fluids more. Yeah. So I'm just going to eat all the salt I want. Okay. And drink water. And I also read that you should drink a strong cup of coffee in the morning. So I was like, okay, done. <laughs> drink plenty of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing of why I'm hesitant now that I'm old to go to the doctor for vertigo is because I know that they'll take driver's license for it. So it's one of those things of like, to me, it's a fine line that you have to make sure you walk because like I know of someone that had their driver's license taken because of it. Yeah. So it's like, you just have to be very careful with how bad you portray it. Right. Because they won't, because you can't, it it happened to me like on the way home the other day. I was driving. I was like, why? I'm not like I have I'm driving home from work. Like Does that ever freak you out? Oh, it freaks you, like, me the hell out. No, I don't pull over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pull over. No. I just focus. It's like <laughs> if you're like, you know, accidentally buzz driving, you just focus really, really hard. <laughs> I can do this. I can do this. Or not. Um, yeah. yeah. Or it's tragic. Or it's tragic. That's interesting, though. Yeah, so I don't really know. I'm just... Uh. It could be maybe both things. It could be, like, a little bit of stress and yeah. low bar- blood pressure. Yeah. Because I'm a doctor, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, also, Max is on this, like, kick of humidifiers right now. I almost had one down here right now with us. Because... So, our old house the furnace was newer and it had like a humidifier in it and it would tell you the humidity level of the house at all times oh yeah mine just too um this one is from 93 so it's Mm. probably literally just like fumes or Mm -hmm. being shot at us at Mm -hmm. all times but we're waiting for it to die so we can replace it with the home warranty um so max like was reading all about like how good humidifiers are for you the next thing i know they're like here in the mail and then he's like, but I don't like this one. I only like this humidifier. And, like, he's, like, being picky about the humidifiers. And he wants them in, like, certain rooms. And it's just funny because I'm like, this is shit that if I said we need humidifiers, you'd be like, we're not spending money on humidifiers. But because it's, like, Max's idea, he has to, like, go all out and be like, we're going to have the best ones, but they have to be what I want, the size that I want. He, like, doesn't want it to be where you pour something into it. He wants to be able to take the basin to the sink oh, wow. and then bring it back. Yeah, okay. there's, like, stipulations for the humidifiers we are getting now. I can't wait to make fun of him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> shit that I'm like okay like I'm whatever if you want to be obsessed with this for a minute go right ahead he's but so weird he's like the energizer bunny because I, I come home and like more shit's unpacked he's been to the old house bringing new things and I'm like I need to lay on the couch and all I've done today is like drive the kids to school well you also have to think that he's not going to work yeah. So you want him to keep acting like that because yeah. I feel like you could also he could also go the other way like very very quickly. Yeah. So it's good that he's keeping himself busy because yeah. without going to work, I feel like it's a different. I think he's more productive. He's one of those people that mm-hmm. is more productive at home than he would be at work. Mm-hmm. He does like to be told what to do. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> really, no one does. Yeah. But yeah, he definitely he's yeah he's yeah. responsible with his time. Um, the bathroom wall's up. Thank God. That's exciting. Yeah. Maybe I'll post some pictures on our Instagram of all his handiwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're getting together piece by piece, but it's still, you know, slower than I'd like. Nah, it's going to be. Yeah. For the next, like, five years. (laughs) Well, and it's hard because when he does stuff himself, I have to choose, like, do I want help with the kids right now or do I want the bathroom to get done? Whereas, like, so I was talking to my mom about it. My dad never did a single work, like, home project that wasn't... He did, like, love gardening and all that. But, like, inside, he did not. It was not his forte. Right. And so my mom's like, I remember remodels. It's hard. I was like, yeah, mom, but the difference is dad wasn't doing it. So, like, mm-hmm. both of you could be with us while, like, someone else did it for mm-hmm. you. And I was like, Max is doing it all. So I have to decide, like, do I want it done faster or do I want to not kill the kids and have someone help me with that yeah i mean it's debate i mean it's a debate <laughs> it sure is. <Gossip. laughs> um so yeah 
Um, and then, oh, I feel like I had something else I wanted to tell you that I was loving. What are you loving? What was it? Oh, was it what you just told me when I complimented you? No, but I do love that. But I feel like I've talked about that before, my hair stuff, the love your curls. I really like that. Um... For my curly, wavy hair. Wavy, luscious hair. They have, like, curly, coily, wavy. So you have to, like, pick which one you are. I don't like that word. Coily. Coily. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. As soon as I said it, your face was like... No. (laughs) Who's on their marketing team? I get it. Like, ringlets, maybe? I don't know. Anything coily? Get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of going to do a snake. Yes, yes. Um, Sorry. No, okay, I'm loving <laughs> the home edit on Netflix. Have you watched it? I don't think so. It's two friends that are obsessed with, like, organizing. Mm. And they made a company in Nashville where they go, like, organize people's closets. And then they were to okay. about it, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but um, they're semi-annoying. Mm. Like, in the show, I'm just kind of like, can you talk less and organize more? Because I like to watch you yeah. organize. Yeah. Um, the one's really nice. She's cute. And then the main one that you can tell is like the main OCD one. Mm. She's the one that I'm like, oh, you just start loud. <laughs> She's probably the me of the group. <laughs> um, Self-awareness. Yeah. But they organize for like celebrities. So every episode they do like a celebrity something. And then they also do just like a regular person something. Oh, okay. Um, but That's they cool. have like a whole system of how they kind of do it. And it's interesting. And I'm like horrible at home organization. So watching it is, like, calming for me. Like, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll be able to do this one day. But um, I don't know. My mind doesn't work like that. Like, like when they do a pantry, they're like, you have to group items together. And I'm like, okay, but I feel like it just goes into a whole other world of, like, okay, pasta. But then you have, like, is like rice is a grain. So would, like, rice go with pasta? Does rice go with beans? Like, where are we putting the rice? You know? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Fuck that. No, I don't like that. Okay, Max doesn't either, but I do. Listen, the amount of trash you would generate after going to the grocery store would be outrageous. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to use that anyway, though. You are gradually, not in a day. So here's why I, what they've said is why it would work and why I think it would be good for me is if you see it, then you'll use it. Oh. I'm a visual person. Yeah. Like, if I'm not seeing something, like, in my fridge, it's, yeah. like, in the back, I don't remember that it's there, then yeah. it's And Max, like, hates it, so. Or I'm the person that, like, I get five of something because, like, I keep putting them in different spots in the house, and I don't have, like, a spot that it's supposed to be, so then Max is like, why do we have three jars of mayonnaise? <laughs> like, not even, like, like, little, like, giant mayonnaise. And then, like, every time I go to the store, he's like, we need mayonnaise. I'm like, shut up, Max. Okay, get it. I'm sorry, we have three jars of mayonnaise. <laughs> That's my favorite. When that happened, when he threw all your condiments away and then you had none. <laughs> you were mad. You're or, like, you could have kept one jar. <laughs> or when I first started doing online shopping and I didn't realize. Oh. I feel like you were there for this too. I didn't realize that the oranges came in bags. Yes. So I got so three many. bags yes. of oranges. Yes. yes. <laughs> that was on. True mistake. Not a laziness looking through my cupboard. <laughs> uh, Bay Village, Kate, she just uh, <laughs> sent a picture of like six bundles of six bananas from one of their <laughs> orders. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. What are you going to do with those? <laughs> that's a real life issue. Oh, that's so, funny. I don't know. I really want to hit up the container store. I got, I'm going to get some labels. I'm going to get in there. Also, TikTok that I'm now obsessed with because sure. I got. It's bad. Sure. It's a rabbit hole. Don't. I'm not. But then, <laughs> so something that I've weirdly gotten into is you go on there and there's like people who show you their organized pantries and their organized refrigerators. Okay. And it's like, um, have you ever heard of ASMR? Mm-hmm. So Taylor's like obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. When it first came out, and there'd be people that are just like... I, yeah, I remember us talking about that. Yeah, yeah. It's like tapping their yeah. things or whatever. Yeah. And it was like at a um, gathering one night, Taylor was showing us. And it's like a 12-year-old in her room with like her mm. acrylic nails like Hard on guess. a keyboard. No. And Jeff started being like, Taylor, this is fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's like one step away from child pornography. Yeah. Like, Why are you watching a 12-year-old? And Taylor was like, 
It's the first one that popped up. I clicked it. Like, I don't actually watch this particular one. And she's like, but it's really soothing and blah, blah, blah. So when I started watching these, like, pantry refills is what they call it. And they just, like, show their things. And they show, like, filling mm-hmm. it up with the pasta, filling it up with the whatever. And underneath it, one of the hashtags was ASMR. And I was like, huh. I guess it is like a, you know, you're watching it. And then they, like, have the sound of it filling up. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, very calming to hmm. me. <laughs> All right. You're crazy. I know. Uh, I'm entering a whole new world. Yeah. Like, you are. Uh, I'll come over when you want to organize your pantry and I'll help you. Well, when Marilyn watches the kids and we're going skiing, I told her I'd pay her if she organized things. Oh. <laughs> she did the same thing when we went up to the lake. She uh-huh. potty trained Marley and I paid her extra. So it was like, you can organize my pantry. Great. Yeah. That's great. She So on the home edit, they have this team mm-hmm. of like, they're probably, uh, actually, they're probably way younger than us. I was going to say our age, but they're probably like <laughs> early 20s. Um, I know, that's that's fucked up. Um, And it's like their team and they come help. And I texted Marilyn to be like, I feel like if you ever want a (laughs) career change, you should move to Nashville and work for these people because she will like, her brain is like a, like you're someone who likes data. She Mm -hmm. is like system brain. Interesting. That is not my brain. Yeah. When we were packing up uh, Jeff and Danny's house, um, we were packing up Grant's room and I was like, I am so excited to unpack this shit for you. Like, we're going to go in on it when we unpack. She was like, that's fine. Let's just pack it and deal with it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be there and we're going to handle this. <laughs> yeah. Kids clothes, baby clothes, that stuff is like, that's. So I actually did ugh. organize it in the amount of bins we have of it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my And it's God. endless. And then there's not enough. I'm like, what do you even do? Like you get rid of some of this i told her we would go through it one more time and pick the best of the best and then yeah i had way too many clothes for marley when she was baby i ended up just using the same outfits that i really liked like over and over oh yeah and there were some that were like never touched like a lot of the nice clothes which is like them sad like i don't want to get rid of these but some of them like had tags on them i just like donated them yeah i was like when are you yeah. Even if you need to wear something nice, the fact that you'd ruin it is dumb, so I'd rather just put you in, like, a nice Target outfit. Whatever yeah. Whatever that means. Like. Yeah, and, like, whatever they're doing when they're that little, like, they might have a blanket on, they might have yeah. a... Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Just... Or never come out of their car seat the whole time they're there. Like, you so never I know. So basically said one, like, not the big, big one, but the medium ones. I don't know what, like, court that is mm-hmm. or something, but... One of those containers per age group, per gender. That's all I'm keeping. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. And I still have so much. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. That's wild. But hopefully, I would just, if I have more kids, they just, I never have to buy them things. (laughs) Well, the other thing is, we have grandparents. Like, they're always going to get yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, no exactly. Like, not buy my kids things. No, it's true. We just unwrapped Danny's first birthday presents this past weekend. You have made me very aware of not buying people things that they are not going to use. Yes. I mean, I think I've kind of always been that way. But after seeing your shit, I'm like, absolutely not. Like, I am not buying something unless I know your child is going to have their hands on it or they're going to be wearing it immediately. Like, mm -mm. And the thing is, I get it because I, before I had kids too, Mm -hmm. I do it. Like, you want to get them something that makes them happy, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. But in all honesty, like, get them, like, the cheapest little whatever. Like, I think Jack got her a bubble gun for her birthday. She bladed it three times and then it broke. And it wasn't a big deal. We threw it away. She didn't even care. Great. But, like, then he also got her that subscription to the, like, little curriculum boxes where things come and we have, like, a craft we can do. And that's been so much better because she got the satisfaction of opening up a tiny little gift that, like, we then threw out later. But then now, like, every month something comes and she, like, loves it. Yeah. Like, I told my mom, like, get us a zoo pass. Or, like, get them something so tiny and then give the parent, like, a Target gift card. Because Mm -hmm. odds are they need diapers more than they need that car. Exactly. cars. Right. (laughs) And that would buy, you know, whatever they spent on that could have bought a pack of diapers or could have bought formula or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's annoying to be practical like that when you give gifts. But I feel like you could do it two ways of, like, being practical but also being, like, sentimental. Yeah, and I just think the older we get, the more I'm like, I'm not going to waste my money. And, like, I'm going to actually make that count. Yeah. I don't want it sitting in your basement. Yeah. <laughs> but home edit. I mean, you might not like it as much because it might just be stuff you do for with your everyday life. But for me, I'm like, whoa, this is, like, amazing. <laughs> this is good. And I'm just going to go. Also, organizing things are so expensive. 
Uh, yeah. You know, Target has reasonably priced ones. I saw Walmart. Walmart, Walmart also has. Always is going to have. Yeah. So I usually don't have a trap at Walmart, but I feel like I'm going to go. Go yeah, I bet Meyer would have good ones Ooh. too. They would probably be reasonable nice. too. Yeah, you probably have one by you. I think I do. I'm sure I, you I have do. everything by me. Yeah, Hillary Road. Jeez. Yeah, like, like the mm-hmm. consumer market just threw up on that road. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, sawmill. It's so true. Anything you'd ever want to find. Oh, sawmill. Such a waste of Don't space. Don't go there unless you no. have to. You're going to be stuck there for like 30 minutes longer than you wanted because there's so many people. Ugh. Yeah, that's a bad place. I don't like those places. Taylor sent me a TikTok of um, a girl and it was like, what are you going to do when you can finally go to bars? And she's like, I'm going to get all my bitches. We're going to dress up so nice. We're going to go to the bar, order anything we want. They were just going to dance. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for that day. And then I was like, but... Do you, how crowded do you mm. think everywhere is going to be when, like, mm. people are finally, I think it could go so-so. Like, I think there's still going to be some people that will forever be scared forever, even, like, when everyone's vaccinated. But then I also just think everyone, like us, is going to go hard in the paint and pretend mm-hmm. like we're 21. And then the real 21-year-olds are going to be like, get the fuck out. Yeah, I think it's going to be depend on where we go. Yeah. If we go to the places where the younger kids are, it'll be... Bananas. It might just be now that the places that attract people our age are going to be more hard in the paint than like sit down. That's true. That's true. It'll just be a whole new culture of like 30 year olds pretending to be 20 year olds. That's true. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to get very drunk at a bar and dance. Yes. I'm ready. I want to dance so much. Yes. Yes. I'm ready for that. I'm going to picture the outfit I'd wear right now. Yeah. I'm going to buy a new one. I got a brand new milk frother. Who has one of those? I mean, I did, but I broke. Oh, okay. Maybe it was you who like had it originally. Yeah. Or it's my aunt has one. Wait, tell me about yours before I ruin it with Max's stupid things about <laughs> milk frothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's literally just so that. Well, first of all, who doesn't like their milk a little frothy for their coffee? Like that's hello. the word I don't like is froth. Good. I want to keep using it. I'm just kidding. Um, I but, feel like that was used in like um, sex ed class. Or like, ew! Yeah, when talking about like no. um, STDs. Froth? Yeah, like frothy discharge. No, that's not. Maybe just my health teacher. Yeah, she needs to talk to. She was trying to scare you. Yeah, um, it worked. It did work. The collagen that I take, I like to. Mi- I want it to be mixed in well. That bugs me if stuff isn't like mixed well. If you have clumps of stuff, <laughs> yeah. that's so gross. No clumps. No clumps. Is that also a trigger for you? <laughs> no. I okay. get the clumpy. Okay. <laughs> so tell me, Max's. So apparently, if you heat milk up in the microwave. And then you take it out and you shake it, Mm -hmm. like, for a long time. The cream goes to the bottom and the, like, frothiness goes to the top. And then you can, like, pour it in something and, like, you just can get the froth at the top. Oh, yeah. that's why Max was like, I'm never going to buy a frother. And I was like, that took you, like, ten minutes of, like, vigorous activity where I think most people who want some frothy milk would just say they want a little machine that's going to do it, but... (laughs) Do you think? Bro? I know what he's getting now. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, humidifier. And <laughs> Where'd you get your stuff? <coughs> Amazon. Yeah. I like to have like every other day Amazon deliveries, no matter how oh, big, small. Every day at my house. I just like to know. I just like to have a little something coming all the time. I saw a meme that was like, if we ask the Amazon delivery people to give the vaccines, everyone would be vaccinated by Saturday, Thursday if you have Prime. Yeah, seriously though. Those bitches are efficient. They're there. They're ready with it. Yeah. Um, Roger this morning was like, a milk frother. I feel like we're in a different league here. He was like, what does that do? He just kept saying it. I feel like we're in a different league. Like, you're up here with, like, a milk frother. (laughs) Go to work. Ask people. It's a normal thing. He was like, I don't think the people I work with use a milk frother. And I'm like, no, it's normal. Maybe you'll find out. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not bougie. I mean, you are bougie, though. 
I like nice things. <laughs> That's the same thing. <laughs> I don't have kids yet. I mean, I, I could have to spend that your $12. Nice, your nice shit is not going to break. <laughs> no, so. not yet. I mean, it might, but <laughs> <laughs> you're on dumbass ball. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's fucking Max replaced all the blinds in the house. I go up after nap time yesterday. Marlene's like broken the big one in her room that was like the most expensive one. Like just snapped them right in half. I'm like, you are a Hulk child, first of all. And second of all, why? Like what were you trying to do over here? Claw your way out? <laughs> she's opening. She's dangling outside the window. Those I'm going to do it. <laughs> Those are like lower windows. I know. That's why you said it. it. You also, to be fair, immediately said she was going to do that. Immediately. You said that, so to be fair. That's because at the old house, um, when the windows were a bit higher, she would climb up on her toy chest to look out the window, and she put the blinds over her. God. And so then when I came in the room, she thought I couldn't see her. It's <laughs> like she was behind the blind, and I'm like, Marley, first of all, your feet are there. Second of all, the blind's like five feet away. But she's in that phase where, like, if she can't see you, you can't see her. Yeah. So playing hide-and-seek is hilarious. Okay. she'll just, like, put a blanket over her head and stay <laughs> in the middle of the room. <laughs> your child yeah that is your child <laughs> through and through like oh, you're gonna give me attention here i am yeah. thank you you were here for it also speaking of my child danny's like stage five clinker right now Ugh. out of control with who you or max both oh like we both have to be sitting right next to him like any beck and call that he wants and if not it's like screw like you would think that he's being tortured is that yeah. because he's home so much, you think? I don't know. I think it's a lot of things. I feel like the transition to the house, he just turned one, which is like a big mm-hmm. milestone in development anyway. We took him off bottles. Like, I think it's a lot of things mixed together. But he does fine when I drop him off at school. Like, he's happy to go. Although, I don't think he, like, is big with other kids. Like, every picture I see, he's just, like, in the teacher's lap. That's what Max was reading me, some of the stuff from school. And I was like, that's interesting. He's definitely a bystander. There's this picture this week that they sent where all the kids are sitting at the activity doing it. And Mm -hmm. Danny's, like, in the background, like, away from everyone. Like, no, I'm not messing with that. Looks dirty. Well, there's snow. They, like, brought the snow in. And I asked the teacher, and she's like, yeah, he was not about the snow. I was like, I mean, whatever. Is he's his own person? Yeah, you know, whatever. That's funny. Um, Okay, let me jump in. (coughs) So I was really trying to figure out who I wanted to do, and then this like just happened yesterday. So I was like, this is a good one. Yes. So I'm gonna do Dustin Diamond. Okay. With Screech. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he passed away yesterday. Yes. Yes, which is sad. He was 44. Um. So I'm gonna talk about his death. And then I'll go back to other things just because I feel like since he just died yesterday, it, like talking about his death later would be weird. But um, so he passed away yesterday. He was diagnosed with um, stage four small cell lung carcinoma on the, uh, January 21st. Mm. So he, three weeks after his um, diagnosis, he died. He had had a lump on his neck for a while, and his girlfriend finally was like, you need to go, and took him in, and then they diagnosed him, which I feel like if you're getting diagnosed with stage four cancer, it's like... I'm fine with that. <laughs> Three weeks later, fine. That's great. That is what their, her, yeah. the like, spokesperson said, because it was like, the only good thing is that it took him quick and painless, and... Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm there for that. He did start chemo. He only did like one round of hmm. it, though. And then that pretty much was like, you, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah, that is pretty sad. But he, um, he was like not a liked person. Mm-mm. I didn't realize that either. I only did because of, I'll get to it later, but I remember him in Celebrity Fit Club. Did mm-hmm. you ever watch that on VH1? Yeah. I remember him being a huge asshole on that. Because um, it was like funny because in Say by the Bell, he was like the lovable, funny guy mm-hmm. that like everyone liked. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so he grew up in San Jose, California. He played Screech from 1988 to 2000. So 12 years. 
um, and from the time he was like 11 to 22. So that's like, I mean, what I saw an interview and it was like, what's the worst thing about being a child actor? And he said, you just don't have a childhood. Like, he's like, you're just, it's your job. You have to be, act like an adult, be an adult, be here on time, do all those things. So, um, Saved by the Bell had four seasons. Did you ever watch Saved by the Bell? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were young when it was on. It was 89 to 93 or something. Um, so we were young when it was on, but they did reruns forever. I remember when I was, like, sick, sick from school. That'd be, like, one of the mm-hmm. things that was just, like, rerun. Mm-hmm. That and Family Matters mm-hmm. all day. Yep. Um, but Saved by the Bell actually screech. Um, there was a show the year before called um, Good Morning, Miss Bliss. And Screech was a character from that show. And then they took him and they, like, added the other characters and they put it into whatever that school was that I should remember. Um, Bay High? Bay, 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 Bay High. Bayview? Bayview. Bayside. Bayside. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll get there. <laughs> so they, um, he did that for one season and then they did the Say by the Bell for four seasons. Then they did College Years. I remember Which only that. lasted one season. No mm-hmm. one really watched it. So then they started um, Say by the Bell New Class. And I think Screech was like one of the only people from the original that was in it. He was like Principal Belding's assistant. Mm-hmm. So he was in that till 2000. Um, after that, he tried to be a stand-up comedian. Clearly, that didn't go anywhere since we didn't hear from him. Um, and then he was just on like random stuff every now and then. Like The Weakest Link, Celebrity Boxing too. He made appearances in random movies. But... He just said he could never get away from being Screech. So there was, like, nothing for him to do unless it was someone wanting to, like, hey, come play yourself in an appearance of this movie of you being Screech. Or be Dustin Diamond as Screech type thing. Um, So he, in 2006, direct and released his own sex tape. (laughs) That should be a new thing about this podcast. Every celebrity we do has to have a sex tape. But you, you're about to die when I tell you what the name of the sex tape is. Yes. Screeched. Saved by the smell. <laughs> what? So, initially, he said it got leaked accidentally. He said that him and his friends would get together. They were all, like, high-profile people, like he is. Which I'm like, eh, you're not that high-profile. But um, they would get together, and they basically had, like, a club where they'd show each other stuff like sex tapes or um i don't know like a weird thing fetish thing something about themselves and it was kind of like you got points for like how weird it was but like since everybody was there giving information it was supposed to be like no one else would say anything type thing i guess so he said that he brought the sex tape to that and someone must have leaked it from there but years later when he was interviewed on oprah um, in the Where Are They Now, Oprah did a whole thing on it. He basically admitted that the Paris Hilton sex tape had come out and she made like $11 million on it or something. And his friend was like, dude, Dustin, you can make so much more money. Like, you're screeched. Like, you should do one. Which I'm like, how does that logic come into play? Because I would much rather see Paris Hilton naked than see new, uh, Dustin Diamond naked. So I, that to me didn't make sense. But it, he admitted in the Oprah thing, that it wasn't him in the video. He had a stunt double, and they, like, superimposed his face on it. What? So it wasn't even him. What? Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Well, that's, like, how thought out it was. That's weird. He wanted to make money off it. He said he made some money off it, but, like, not nearly enough of, like, the damage that it did to his reputation or people thinking it was him or, you know, all that type of stuff. That is weird. Yeah. So that was 2006. 2007, he was in Celebrity Fit Club. And I watched so many clips. I just went on a rabbit hole today. So many clips of this. He was such an asshole. Like, everyone hated him. The, do you remember them? So the basic premise of it is they would say, you had to follow these dietary restrictions. They weighed you every week. They gave you a goal weight, blah, blah, blah. And whoever, like, lost the most weight won. Things they can't do now. Right. <laughs> um, and the main guy was that, like, big black guy, Harvey. Yes. And he, it was, like, basically, I think, to promote whatever, like, diet mm-hmm. he was kind of mm-hmm. having people do. But, um, yeah, like, he got into it with that guy. He basically lost weight on like his own methods like he refused to do what they said he had this whole it like reminded me of um someone arguing with my brother (laughs) like when someone's trying to tell you like here's what it is and he was just like 
nope, I did it my own way, and it worked too, blah, 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 like, type thing. Like, I was like, there's no reasoning with this human being. Like, that's what it, like, reminded me of. But he got into huge fights with everybody. He was rude to everybody. He was just a huge asshole. Was um, he fat? So he was six foot and like two hundred and like seven pounds or something. Hmm. Which Max is six foot <laughs> and he's like <laughs> things I probably shouldn't tell you. I think he's like one eighty seven. Oh, okay. So, so I mean, not like huge no. overweight, but yeah. like I mean a little bit. Probably could sure. You know. Well, and that's also the thing they said is like his lifestyle just wasn't great. And that's mm. the thing he said, he's like, I still ate whatever I wanted. But I, like, went to the sauna or, you know, whatever the fuck. Um, so after um, Fit Club, all that, he did a book um, in 2009 called Behind the Bell. And it was all about, you know, behind the scenes, Saved by the Bell, what it was like. And it got released and it basically, like, badmouthed the cast. It talks about, like, how everyone did sex and drugs and, like, all this stuff as, like, young people and on Oprah, he spoke to that, and he said that he had a ghostwriter, which I'd like look up what that was because I didn't know what that meant. But basically, it's like if you're not a person who writes, but you want to write a book, you, the publishing company will give you someone, they'll interview you, and then they'll write down the story as if you wrote it. So you're basically just giving someone permission to like take what you say and write it down. So by the time he said he got the book and read it, there were like things that were taken out of context. Like apparently the interviewer asked him like, was there, like, sex and drugs happening? And he was like, I mean, we were a group of young teenagers. There were hormones, so, like, you, like, guess yeah. type thing. Yeah. Which, again, like, yeah, someone's going to take liberties with that. Like, mm-hmm. So apparently the whole cast, like, kind of got really mad at him after that. They did a reunion, and he was not invited. Which that kind of led to a huge big thing about, like, Oh, they don't like him. Why wasn't he invited? Da 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 da. Which I mean, I could guess going on why he wasn't invited. But um, he then started a metal band called Salty the Pocket Knife. What in the world? <laughs> they only were together a year, and it didn't last. Um, in 2013, he was on Celebrity Big Brother, but in UK. <laughs> He's really leap, making leaps and bounds here. Um, He's a huge pro wrestling fan, so over the years he did um, a lot of appearances on things like that, (laughs) where he would be like celebrity tag team, where he was like with Hulk Hogan type thing, but Mm -hmm. he clearly wasn't actually fighting, which Mm -hmm. they clearly don't actually fight. Oh boy. Come at me, Joe. Come Uh at me. Uh Um, And then he was married in 2009, but divorced in 2013, and then um, he filed for bankruptcy in 2001. In 2006, he went on, um, I forget what show it was, like either like late night or something like mm-hmm. that. He went on a talk show and asked people to buy a shirt, and the shirt says, I paid $15 to save Screech's house. So he was basically asking, he was making these shirts and asking people to buy them so he could raise enough money so he didn't have to like get his house um, repossessed. Yeah, repossessed. But on the shirt, they had to spell Screech with three E's because it was like a copyright thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that not the most jankiest thing you've ever heard It's in just, crin- I'm cringing for yes, this it's man. it's so bad. Um, in 2014, he was arrested in Wisconsin, which is kind of where he moved after, you know, Saved by the Bell. He was arrested in Wisconsin for a bar fight involving a switchblade. Um, his fiance at the time was found guilty for disorderly conduct. He was found guilty for two misdemeanors, disorderly conduct and um, concealed, uh, car- like, carrying a weapon. Um, he spent four months in jail. He served three months of that. He got out on probation, but then he violated his probation and went back in. So after that, he kind of laid low until, you know, he did have a girlfriend um, at, who was with him when he passed away on Monday. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he just kind of led a not super great life. I feel like that's a typical child actor's life, though. Mm-hmm. No child actor is, like, kosher. They're not good. I would say even adult actors probably aren't good. No. It's hard to find, like, level-headed people Mm -hmm. in that industry at all. But Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was... But then you think about it, and it's like, okay, but there's, like, Mario Lopez. He went through the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know everything about Mario Lopez, but, you know, he's not being arrested. No, and he has worked for Extra TV for Forever. forever. Yeah. I guess that's just luck in your personality. That's looks, too. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, being typecast, it's 
like mm-hmm. of that where like I feel like Mario Lopez could go and not I mean I don't even know Hugh Slater right I was mm-hmm. trying to remember his name where it's like Screech is so Screech um, that I think yeah being like typecasted and looked and it's like no you could only ever play a white Jewish guy yeah that's what you get to play type yeah thing. Um, but I mean it sounds like he had a shitty attitude so that probably you know didn't help didn't help things at all of course Never interesting does. Yeah. Good story. Yeah. Huh. A lot of the Saved by the Bell people, like, did tweets and, you know, like, rest in peace, all of that. I think they kind of, like, got over their bad blood in the end, but, because I think everyone could tell he was just, like, spiral downhill of life, so there's, don't kick him while he's down, like. Right. Um, but, yeah, it just seemed like he was just always trying to get that fame back that hmm. he had. Hmm. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So that was cringy. Yeah. Made me pour one out for for uh, <laughs> pour dust, out for the homies. Dustin Diamond over here. Screech. His Man. middle name was Neil too, so he was Dustin Neil Diamond. I was like, I wonder if his parents were like big Neil Diamond fans. Yeah. They had to have been. Absolutely. That's not an accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't just accidentally do that. Yeah. Ew. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. That was a good one. Interesting. Yeah. All right. You got any hot topics today? Hot topics. No. No? I was trying to think. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Nothing on the mind? No. Um, oh, gosh. Every time I do this now, I just think of when Jeff told me that this is all we do, where we think of, can't think of what we're going to say. <laughs> Screw you, Jeff. Getting in our heads and stuff. Yeah. It's rude. Um, I did a meal prep this week. <laughs> I was pretty proud of myself. Heather told me about a book that her friend got for Christmas. It's called Cook Once, Eat All Week. I've and heard of it. Yeah, the premise is basically you meal prep a protein, a starch, and a vegetable. And you use those same three things in different meals throughout the week, but the meals are different. Because that's a lot of things that people complain about when the meal prep is like you have to eat the same thing every day. Which you're eating the same ingredients, but you also get other things to go with it. So um, last night we did chicken carbonara. It was good. I was like a bit nervous because it was like healthy. Like there was like spaghetti squash instead of actual noodles. Where like, you know. Yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but Danny was like smashing it. Well, that doesn't say a lot. No. Danny will eat. Oh my gosh. To watch that kid eat. I feel like I should just record that and post it somewhere because people would just be fascinated. <laughs> we had these little um, pigs in a blanket today for lunch and there were like 12 in the package. I put them in the air fryer. Marley ate like three. Max had one and Danny ate the rest. Oh my god. And then he still was like sitting there like screeching at me. Like I was like, you still want more? And I'm like, am I not feeding you enough? Like what's happening? No wonder you're pissed off all the time. You're just hungry. You're just hungry. That's um, funny. Yeah. But so it went well. I am interested to see if I'll like keep up with it because that's me. I'll like start something and then not finish it. That's everyone. At least you started it. You tried. (laughs) You're working on it. I like the premise of it not being like make the meals ahead of time. You just make those three things because it was really easy. I still had to do like there was bacon in it so I had to like do the bacon but then after that you just put it all in a pot and like heated it up. Yeah. So Not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. The um I'm trying to think of the other ones it has. Tomorrow, I think it's like this spaghetti, buffalo chicken spaghetti squash boat or something. Um, And then the last one is this like um, spaghetti squash fritters where you like patties, where you mix the chicken and the squash together and make little patties. How many spaghetti squashes did you cook? Three. Wow. Yeah. And then it has you shred up two of them. Okay. So that's in a container and then keep two of them for like the boats that we're gonna do oh. so keep the two halves okay there i usually am a butternut squash person i've never really had spaghetti squash but i like it a lot oh yeah it's totally fine i just feel like <clears throat> excuse me when you are cooking at a healthy sort of way you always the the quality of ingredients matters more yeah so when you're cooking with like exclusively vegetables or you're focusing more on that like you have to have like organic or higher quality ingredients because yeah. you can not really like tell. canned green beans yes yeah like it's just yeah it makes it way better if you do yeah. it that way yeah. is what i found but yeah that's that's good yeah that's real good Let's see how that goes <laughs> <laughs> so much confidence i know Okay. Well, is that it? Look at us. Only 49 minutes. Yeah, I mean, we're... Born bitches today. Yeah. 
<laughs> we're killing it. Killing the game. Killing it on this snow day. Um, I had to re-give Colleen her bread thing. Because she left it at my house. So I, I predicted that. Her. I predicted that. And then I lost mine. In the packaging somewhere. So I got to find it. That's probably going to be bad. So needless to say, fucking failed at that. <laughs> Did you make your bread? Yes. Was it delicious? How do you lose that shit? I don't know. Uh, or like it got Max thrown away. I don't know. That could happen. I mean, maybe it got. Let's pray it got thrown away. Yeah. <laughs> let's or take that route. Find it. Well, because we when we had the movers come with all the big stuff, oh. we had to just like clear everything. Which, by yeah. the way, the two guys that came to move all our stuff were hilarious. Um, <laughs> and they weren't like big guys. Like I was oh. expecting big guys, but like they could move stuff that was. Wild. Insane. Yeah. yeah. And then Max's dad came. We took the kids to a lane. Max's dad came. And there were, like, times where he kept, like, trying to, like, tell them, like, how to put something somewhere. And I just wanted to be like, Tim, they just, like, do this. Just stop. They do this for a living. Like, leave it alone. It's They're, not their first house. The amount they could fit in the moving truck, it was insane. And Max looked at me and he's like, we will, if we ever move again, we are never not getting movers. So I was like, I tried to tell you the last time we moved, but <laughs> he didn't listen to me. Um, but yeah, they were hilarious. Um, but yeah, when we moved, we just like put everything in that back dining room that we're not using that mm-hmm. wasn't unpacked yet. So it was out of their way. Mm, smart. So I think it's in there. I'll find it. It's on my list. It's weird at this point. So you're going to have to throw it away. <laughs> I mean, you could try it, but it's going to be, no, because that was two weeks ago. Will you make it? Can I get another one somehow? I mean, we can do it again. Yeah. But do you have to, like, restart it all over? Yeah. Oh, then don't do that. I thought for some reason it, like, just keeps going. It would. always keep having stuff. It would if you kept it going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it then. That's just another commitment that I can't add to my playbook. Damn, that's hilarious. I mean, I could have predicted it. I was bringing it to you and Colleen. I know. That was a poor choice of people. It was. You can't go to, like, Liz, who's obsessed with baking. And, you know, Kate, who would have done it? Or Meredith. or Yeah, Cooper would have done it for sure. Does Bailey... No, Bailey's a good cook. She's a good cook. I don't know if she bakes. She cooks? Think about all her Halloween parties. That's true. She's got banging she food at her Halloween party. She loves a good theme. Party. Yeah. You should have seen it this theme. year. That's sh- I set her Pinterest, like, charcuterie board inspirations. I was like, I can't come this year, but look, here's all this fun shit. She had, like, eyeballs made out of leche or lychee. Yeah. Shit was crazy. She's like, taste it. It's weird. And we're like, no! You just said it's weird. <laughs> Well, that we'd have tasted it. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Well, All we will wrote. see you guys next week. Listen to us. Send us things. Two girls in Ohio. Instagram. Gmail. Or don't. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just talk to you. Yeah, anyway. we're just going to do it to ourselves anyways. All right. Bye. Bye.